Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. In all things, have faith in God. Today, Kenneth Copeland directs our study to use the Word of God as our foundation for success and overcome any of life's challenges. Next on The Believer's Voice of Victory. Now remember, we're talking about mountain-moving faith. Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall, or he will, he will have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Now that is the simple act of faith. Believe it in your heart. Say it with your mouth. And Act accordingly. You act and speak as though it's already done. Amen. Because in the spirit realm, it is already done. Now, this is all that this is all hard on the mind. I mean, it 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 presents a problem. You know, Gloria and I have been walking by faith for 50 years, but it still presents a problem. You, you still have to keep your mind in line, and you don't want to drift off catching yourself. I just don't understand why this isn't working. You just said it wasn't working. See, I mean, man, I, faith, when you're, when you're on the edge like that, faith can get fragile. It really, it really isn't fa- fragile, it, it's feeble. It hadn't been fed. You get feeble too if you didn't get one meal a week. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And not taking the time. The most important thing anybody can possibly do is feed your spirit on the Word of God and build and strengthen your faith. Amen. I mean, that's the most important thing you can do. That's bigger, that, that's bigger than anything in this life. Amen. Now notice what he said. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. 
Well, what about the economy? Have faith in God. Amen. Now, do you remember what the Scripture says? Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Now, we're going somewhere with this. Say understanding. understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. All right. Well, what about my children? Have faith in God. Oh, okay. All right. But now, you're not going to be able to do anything about faith in God if you don't feed it. Amen. Jesus gave us a big insight into this. He said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, there's two huge things there. He, he's using the food as, as an analogy, and he's calling the word spirit food and bread natural food. Your body can't live without it, and your spirit can't live without it. The only thing, your body can just fall down dead. Your spirit can't. It'll go ahead and exist forever in a horribly, horribly feeble situation. I'm talking about born-again people now. I'm not talking about the world. When uh, Gloria and I went to uh, our very first partner meeting at Oral Roberts University. And um, we, uh, my, we, we had, I was, out, I was leading uh, my family just completely out of the will of God and like got us all killed. And uh, no, 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 God didn't. <laughs> no, God didn't send something on me. No, that's the devil's job. And uh, amen. God was my deliverer big time. Now I won't go into all that. We had a massive car wreck. And, and, but God delivered us all. And, and I knew why. Ooh, I was already supposed to be at Old Roberts University and I was running the other direction. And the whale got me. But anyway, <laughs> but he didn't get me good. So, <laughs> um, and that, that's, a, that's a mighty story of deliverance. It's just wonderful. And uh, so the next morning after that wreck, they, they dismissed us from the hospital and, and uh, oh, it was quiet in my dad's car. He, he drove down to Marshall, Texas and picked us up. And I'm just sitting there in the car. Just got through delivered glory to God from, like I said, the mouth of the whale. I'm just sitting there just quiet. My dad said, uh, uh, Kenneth, what, what, what are you and Gloria planning on doing the next, for the next week or so? I said, Dad, I, I don't know. We don't have any plans. He said, you know, your mother and I are, are partners of Old Roberts in his ministry. I said, yes, I know. Well, he said, you know, they have partner meetings from time to time at Old Roberts University, isn't it? I said, yes, sir. He said, we got 
uh, invitations to go, but he said, they sent us, they sent us two invitations instead of one. Would you and Gloria like to go? <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. So we spent the week <laughs> and uh, with, with my dad and, and my mother there on campus at Oral Roberts University in and, and, uh, 1966. Well, it was the last day it was, uh, of, of the, of the uh, meeting. And there was, oh, I don't remember exactly how many people in there, but it was several hundred. I'd, I'd say, you know, at least four, maybe 500 people there. About, about all that, that that first little auditorium would hold. And so it was the, the final morning and the meeting was over at lunch. And, and so Brother Roberts was laying hands on everybody. Well, I was, I was sitting on the front row and um, I don't know how I got separated from Gloria and my mother and dad. But somehow or another, I wound up in the line and you, we just walked by and he was standing up a step like this and it just came by there and he would lay hands on you and then you'd go and the next he'd lay hands on you and then you'd go. He laid hands on me and I got separated from them and so I just walked over there and sat down waiting. And all of a sudden, I just, now my eyes are wide open. I wasn't in a trance. It was, I, I, I learned many years, I've learned from this all over the years, many, many, many things. And uh, I saw everybody in the room disappeared but Brother Roberts. And the people became transparent. I, I could... I could just see the outline of the physical body. It just seemed like that the outline was just little, little, little distinguishable line. But I could see the spirit man. That little, it didn't look like to me that anybody in that line spent out now and like the Lord said to me, he said, son, this is the cream of the crop. They didn't look like to me there's any bigger than a broom handle. Wrinkled, emaciated, starved with great big heads. In the spirit, it broke me. And I, I realized years later what was happening to me. I was experiencing the compassion of God. Glory to God. And, and I, I, I just sat there and wept. I, I, I couldn't help it. I, 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 it, it was just, at, at that moment, it was just overwhelming. I, I, I couldn't hardly talk about it. I couldn't hardly tell Glory what happened. I, I, I didn't want to leave that campus. I said, Lord. And then he began to talk to me about it. And he said, their heads have been educated with religion at the expense of their spirit. And he said, like he said, you're looking at the cream of the crop. Wow. 
So I, I, you can imagine how much active faith is in them. Now they have faith. They're born again, but it's not fed. You can't feed faith on religion. People are moved by what they feel. Most, most, most everybody back then, you talk to them, you know, they talk about feelings all the time. Well, you know, I just don't feel like God's here. I just don't feel like God's with me. I just don't feel like it loves me. Well, see, oh, that's a lie from hell, brother. I mean, feelings don't have anything to do with this. But you have to learn that. Amen. Amen. And you have to learn to walk in that. I remember <laughs> when I first started learning to walk by faith, I, I remember I looked at this and I thought, well, now, wait a minute. Yeah. All right. I already know how to do this. And Gloria said, what? I said, I already know how to not be moved by what I feel or what I see. I said, I learned that flying instruments. You did too, didn't you, Steve? I mean, we had to learn that. I didn't know nothing about God. I learned that, <laughs> that I, if, I, if I go by what I feel, I get myself killed. Because you get vertigo and you, you, you think you're flying you're in a turn and you try to straighten it up and what you did, you actually put the thing in a turn. And I thought, I already know how to do this, man. <laughs> All I have to do is, is go by what I learned. The Word of God is my instrument panel. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's what's telling me the truth, not my physical senses, not my mind, but what that panel says. And I remembered one night, it was just about dusk, and I, I was flying a, an airplane that, that I didn't know and I didn't trust. This is back in the days when I had to. And, <laughs> and I, I, I was trying to stay out of the, out of the clouds because I, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know anything about this old airplane, and I, I didn't want to get on instruments with it. And it's getting to about dusk, and all of a sudden, vertigo got a hold of me. And I, and thank God for a good flight instructor. And I could hear his voice. And <laughs> I mean, he was, he was, he was one of the roughest guys, but, and I, one time we pulled up on a ramp and, and he looked at me and I looked at him. He said, I think I better get out. I said, I think you better. <laughs> As long as you're in here, you the boss, we get out on the ramp. You better stay out of my way because, oh, I was mad at him. Anyway, but I thank God for him. And I remembered what he told me to do. I had to get my eyes on that panel and get them out of, get, get away from my feelings. That's the same thing. See, I, and I, I ducked my head down and, and came just put my head right straight up and locked into that panel without looking outside and I kind of went sideways again and then went down here like this. See what I'm doing? I'm cutting out everything I feel and I'm looking right at that panel. Just right at it. I don't believe anything except what it says. And it said I was flying straight and living and I swear I'm down. I was in a left turn. Because see my, my, my inner ear had, had dumped and it's telling me I'm determined. And I'm, but not at that panel, I'm in. You got to believe that. Well, see, my body's telling me it's sick. Uh-uh. No, no, I can't be looking at that. 
I got to be looking at this, brother. This is where faith comes from. This is where the power is. This is where the healing is. It was bought 2,000 years ago and <laughs> grace bought and paid for it. Glory to God. And now faith yeah. takes a hold of it yeah. and lays claim to it because yeah. it belongs to you. Yes. If Jesus is your Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So when I saw that and, and the Lord said, I have called you and anointed you to do something about that. Well, I didn't know what that meant then. But then I learned later when, 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 he, when he first introduced me to the teaching anointing. Now, up until then, I just, I just preached. I'm, Oral Roberts is my spiritual father and and he's the only thing I knew anything about preaching. And I didn't, I wasn't trying to act like him. It just come out like that, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'd do my best to just preach the word. But he's the only thing I, I knew. But then the Lord blessed me to, to be under Brother Kenneth Hagin's ministry. And he starts teaching on faith. So, and I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm traveling with Brother Roberts. I'm watching him do it. And Brother Hagin's teaching me how it works. I'm blessed him. Of all men, I bless, brother. Praise God. Oh yeah. And so, I but I like to preach, and I was enjoying that. Well, I was down in Houston, Texas, there preaching at uh, Brother Hilton Sutton's place, and I started out that I went down there for three days, and I started out the door of my hotel room, and the Lord stopped me, and He said, "Tonight I'm adding." The, the teaching anointing to you. I said, well, praise God. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's good. And uh, I didn't, you know, I, I, I thought, well, you know, okay. I don't know what to do with this, but <laughs> I went on over there, of course, went home. And I, and I just opened my Bible and had my, my notebook there, you know, and with my outlines and so forth. And, and I, just, I just started in, but that teaching anointing took effect. Oh, sonny boy. <laughs> oh, was it delicious. <laughs> and I still love it. Hallelujah. And, you know, I walked in that, in that office for 10 years and and just enjoyed every minute of it. And, and then in 1977, well, uh, the Lord called me out and Brother Hagin laid his hands on me, separated me the office of the prophet. But the teaching anointing is still there. And, and you know, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but it, but it, it's the same teaching anointing, but it's on the level of, of, of the prophet's ministry. So it, it has a little more depth to it. But anyway, this teaching, I had the Lord say to me, oh, how long ago was that, Lord? Four months ago, I had him say to me, he said, don't think little of the teaching office. He said, I did more of that than anything. <laughs> The glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. 
Amen. Amen. You remember when he was in his own hometown and could do no mighty works there because of their unbelief? You remember what it says? And he went about teaching in their synagogue. See, that's the way you get rid of unbelief. Jesus, a, a faith teacher. That's right. Whoa. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And um, it's just so amazing to realize the power, the absolute power that comes from revelation coming out of the Word of God, Amen. revealed knowledge. I'm not talking about the book of Revelation. Uh, and by the way, that's not revelations. That's revelation. It's one revelation and it's about Jesus. So anyway, but here's the difference between natural sense knowledge and revealed knowledge or revelation Amen. knowledge. Natural sense knowledge is knowledge and information gained through the five physical senses. Now that's what you have in, in just a, a regular uh, school. And um, you're subject to the fallibility and the inefficiencies of the teacher, which every one of us, my goodness, I, I get so aware of that. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And he's, that anointing is what makes the difference. But you have the, 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 the inefficiencies and the inabilities of the student and the teacher and what you're teaching is knowledge that comes through the five physical sense gates. And you know, I mean, that's, that, that's all right. But when the, when the teaching anointing is manifest, then you, you be, you've had it happen to you. Every person in this room, I expect, has had it happen to you. Where you're just sitting there and all of a sudden you said, whoa. <laughs> and you've heard that, you've read that verse over and over and over again. That is, whoa. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't see nothing. <laughs> so it, it's something the Holy Spirit revealed to you at that moment to give you insight, ideas, and concepts into the kingdom of God that come in your spirit, not just in your mind. That produces faith. Amen. <sighs> Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org/notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.